0: Life happens, Life happens with Pinelo Mudine, Pinelo Mudine on SAFM. On
1: SAFM.
2: So six minutes after two o'clock. Thanks so much for staying with us. There's a big event that's about to happen. Chartered Institute of Governance, Finance, Audit, and Risk Officers will be gathering very, very soon. It'll be a conference, the seventh to the 9th of October. It'll be happening at the ICC, Durban. And really, uh, this is a conference that will put together the likes of mayors and all kinds of departments uh, sitting together discussing all things governance and all things auditing. You know, and I think it is in all. our interest to understand how healthy our municipalities, for instance, are. How healthy are our books and so on. So I have in studio with me Mialani Holeni, who is a platinum sponsor of this particular event. He is from Jiyiso Consulting and he joins us in studio. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon, Pemelog, and good afternoon to the listeners.
2: Masahilan, I mean, the significance of this particular conference, why did you feel that you needed to support it? We get why it's so important, but you know, sometimes just getting it doesn't mean that you put money behind it. You must have obviously felt it's really, really important.
3: Well, for us, is uh, having uh, been involved in the industry for the past uh, uh, 10 years. Mm-hmm we felt that we also need to put up our hand and contribute to the building of this industry.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, In your opening, you were talking about the various things that uh, the sector faces, Mm. uh, finances which uh, are not uh, adding up, Mm. uh, service delivery which is not materializing, and various uh, things that we need to talk about in terms of improving the sector. So our view is, Unless if we dig deep into our pockets mm-hmm. and also support the initiatives of the practitioners within the space, mm-hmm. uh, it means it, 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 it's, it's meaningless. So ours is one that says we want to build the knowledge, we want to build uh, the, the the people that are in the uh, local government, and we mm-hmm. want to add a different perspective, which will enable uh, so, uh, local government to thrive, mm-hmm. as opposed to face or to be plagued with all the problems that are currently. Uh, 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 docking uh, Mm. the the public sector.
2: I mean, you you know, you alluded to service delivery and often, often this directly links to how ill-equipped municipalities, for instance, are, you know, not enough skills and so on. What are we hoping to get from this specific conference? I mean, I don't think you can cover it all, but at least the agenda for this particular conference, what is the central agenda?
3: I think taking it back, and I think uh, with uh, SIGFARO turning 90, which is the 90th anniversary, it's been going on for that long, Mm -hmm. uh, dealing specifically with finance officers. Right now, uh, they've also added a branch which deals with uh, 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 risk and deals with audits and deals with a variety of issues so this is now the melting pot of all of those different things which are going to take a uh, local government further so so with this conference its uh, the theme is transformational leadership mm-hmm. and currently we can say that we need leadership that's going to rise up and point the way with respect to which way the sector should be going. Yeah. So the various people who will be gathered there, will be grappling with this whole issue of saying, we've, we've done the finance issues, we are grappling with uh, service delivery, but how do we build a leader who is going to be a strong leader, who is going to be a principled leader, who is going to be an ethical leader, uh, who is going to drive uh, the mandate of local government?
2: It's a tough one because sitting in that room are administrators who essentially report to their political principles. So it, how are you going to meet the two in a place where the leaders that you're building, I mean, they're going to have to respond to somebody else?
3: Fortunately, this being a regulated and well-legislated you know, sector, uh, the administrators, as well as the political leadership, understand the legislation that is there in front of us. Yeah. But we need to reflect on the aspects that all of us converge at, mm-hmm. or the things that uh, as administrators, we need to take forward or they need to take forward. Mm-hmm. So so deliberating on these difficult subjects, yeah. there are many case studies that uh, have, have, have come to the fore mm-hmm. and we will be working through various case studies and looking at how we can improve uh, the areas through technology or through uh, adopting uh, new practices. Yeah. So, so in, in in the same vein, we want to make sure that we bridge the gap between the administrative yeah. as well as the political, because then we have the same agenda, uh, We have uh, we, then we can make progress and be able to hold each other accountable.
2: Sounds like music to my ear. Thanks very much for, for your contribution to this, and I mean, we will obviously be catching up uh, closer to the time to see how everything is going, and of course maybe getting some feedback from that. Thanks very, very much for your contribution, Mielani Holeni, and he is a Platinum sponsor of this event that is happening between the 7th and the 9th of October, it is happening at the ICC, Durban ICC, and really it will be putting together administrative uh, administrators of local government, and we'll be discussing all kinds of issues, you know, governance, finance management, and, and as he said, leadership as well. So this is going to be the SIGFARO uh, conference that is happening between the 7th and the 9th of October.
0: Hashtag
4: SAFM Life Happens.
2: 12 minutes after two o'clock uh thank you very much for staying with us Uh, it's a men's forum we slightly delayed with the men's forum today and with all that is happening at the moment i think it was for me quite an interesting time how um women were reflecting on the difficult moments that we're facing in the country and i also thought it was really interesting how Men reflected on what was happening in the country. And I thought perhaps we need to give a bigger voice to the male species to, to allow them space to tell us in their view how as a country we're going to move forward from where we are. I'm joined in studio by Bishop Malusi Mpumlwana, who is an SA Council of Churches General Secretary. I'm also joined in studio by Buyani Zwani, who is a CEO of Breakthrough Development, and um i will also be joined by another guest a little bit later on in the show i do have to tell you that bishop is not going to be with us for the entire hour so he's got some time constraints but we're going to welcome him for now i also want to say that you are so welcome to be a part of this conversation it's important it's also about you 0891 104 207. thank you very much for joining us gentlemen thank you ma'am thank you so my question is we've Mm -hmm. had our say we have got hashtags we've been on the streets there have been all kinds of things that we've done women but i'm hearing that somehow i think the voices of the gentlemen out there is not in unison so where you're standing what are you hearing and how do we take this forward from where you're standing bishop let's start with you
1: (laughs) oh it should not be surprising <coughs> that we don't have a common voice on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> remember that we've come from apartheid where we didn't have a common voice amongst whites about the, how to relate to black people. Yes. And It is never the same in every situation. And there will be people who are quite happy with what seems to be oppressive. There will be people who don't even see a problem mm-hmm. because it doesn't seem to affect them. There will be people who say that they have little going overboard and to being ex- exaggerating. There will be people who are saying, this is terrible. So there will always be a, a diversity of views on this. But that's not really the point. The point is that um, we, I, I we ought to use the perspective of those who feel it the most. And that is the starting point. And that it should not be about how men feel. It is about how women experience what they do. And men to be responsive in a way that takes the responsibility for their for their for for their part of the story. And I think that in the main, uh, because we are the, and I remember in the days of of uh, in the early days of Black consciousness, mm-hmm. we used to have a lot of white people saying but why do you want to be the ones that talk What's about this alone? No, 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 not only oh. that. We 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 love you. We want to be part of this. And, and we would say to them, it's all very nice, but you could spend more time talking to your parents not to vote about it, then we would understand. Mm-hmm. Come and tell, spend more time talking to us and telling us how oppressed we are. We know that already. <laughs> so what we want now is change. And that change is going to come because you are doing your part in your space and we're doing our part in our space. And I think that those men who, who really appreciate the issues and the problems must do everything they can to change other men. But they must be led in views of what's right by the experience of women.
5: That
2: is one. Why is maybe what we don't understand is why there is. Why aren't you in the same on the same page? What is it about what we think is so simple, so complex to you?
6: well as well stated uh, by the bishop Mm. we are as diverse as can be Mm. and in that sense our upbringing is so varied Mm. and many a time what it is that we do because much of what gets to be shown Mm. in the media is happening when people are all adults so they're out there in the work environments and a lot of stress and strain and they come home and they abuse because somewhere their authority was uh, curtailed, they felt emasculated somewhere in their workplace, and they looking for some weaker person that they can express themselves onto. Mm-hmm. You find the same situation happening in wider society where people that should really be protecting are the ones who are perpetrating the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've come to appreciate is that this is kind of like a life journey story there's a whole lot of people who in their own upbringing have been so fragile Mm -hmm. that the work that they do ends up becoming one of wanting to exert themselves and their authority because they are fragile Mm -hmm. many a bully that you will find Mm -hmm. virtually anywhere is somebody who internally has something that has not been well developed mm. and as men we tend to be able to go through situations where we're comparing notes around how I have overcome and I am stronger than and all of those and in the upbringing we went through stories where we would be talking about how many birds that I've been able to mm. um, shoot. Mm. Uh, and, and as a result of that, um, I'm a champion. Mm. Um, and now you're getting into a situation where there is no hunting for birds. There is no hunting for uh, whatever it is that would be in the wild. Uh, and and that thing is still inside and it gets to be expressed Badly on another human, which means we're now resorting to animal instinct, behavior, when we're supposed to be superior to what animals do.
2: Okay, let's take those calls on 207 one one oh four two oh seven. We've laid some foundation. I'd like to hear your views on this. Where do we take it from here? We are now at the point where I think women are kind of. Tired of, of repeating themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I'm curious about Bishop alluded to the fact that it is men who need to be discussing this with them with each other. What are those conversations like and how are they progressing? That's what I'm curious about. It's 19 minutes after two. On we're in conversation on men's forum and we're discussing. A difficult time and and a way forward. So we are here now. We've we've gone through all of this Uh, South Africa has had a really difficult couple of weeks and uh, women have been up in arms women have taken to the streets women have taken to social media there is a desperate call for something to happen for something to just give um, in this gender-based violence issue that we're facing at the moment so my question is as women feel how we feel and I can almost tell you that there is a general consensus about how we feel I'm wondering what is it going to take for men to be on the same page about what needs to happen and what needs to happen for that to happen? So I'm also joined in studio um, by Bishop Malusi Mpumulana, who is the SA Council of Churches General Secretary. I'm also joined by Buyani Zwane, who is the CEO of Breakthrough Development. And I'm joined on the line now by Patrick Cordana, who is an Eastern Cape Province Manager at Songke Gender by Violence as well. Thanks very much for joining us, Patrick. Thanks for coming.
5: Uh, thank you so much, and thank you to the listeners wherever they are. A uh, special greetings to my bishop, Bishop Pumluana, and the colleagues on the other side. Thanks
2: very much. Thank so, you. We, w- Bishop, you, you spoke about how perhaps what needs to happen is that in the circles where men preside, that's maybe where the change needs to happen. Has that happened? I know there, there are a few organizations that are doing their bit, but they're also, for me, maybe not quite reaching the kind of discussion that needs to happen because these are organized structures. So in other words it's, it's one thing to speak in spaces where people are not converted. It's another where people decide to come together and discuss, you know, something that they already believe in.
1: Well, you know, it should not be left to one NGO or the other.
2: Yeah.
1: What we need is a massive national strategy in the same way that we had the same kind of attitude we have to HIV and AIDS, mm. but it's, it's, if it's a, if it's, it's a national crisis, it needs a national serious national attention at every level. Yeah. Mu- it must be in your face everywhere, yeah. and I think that's really what we're talking about. It, it must address all the socialization platforms we have: public radio, the church, uh, school, everywhere. What is being taught at preschool? Mm. What is being taught at grade school level? what happens Do you just look at it as bullying or is it really are, we pract- are they practicing actually for much much more serious crimes later in the in their lives so all these areas of socialization must be addressed including uh, Mfwasa Eastern Cape uh, the initiation uh, centers for young men mm. what does it mean to be a man
2: I was horrified mm. last week when someone said within the schools themselves this is preached that you can beat a woman. I mean, I've never been there. I can't verify or not. Somebody called in and said that's what happens. So I can't verify it. Mm.
1: So what I'm saying is that it, if it's a national, uh, it, there has to be a national strategy mm. that cuts across every aspect of our, of our lives. And that's really what we need to have if it's going to get anywhere. Our churches, mm. they cannot be the places where women go to cry and that's exactly where they are, they are, they are, they are violated. And so all of the, of course, it doesn't follow that because a person is a priest or a pastor, they know how to deal with gender-based violence. Mm. Nor does it apply that if you are a police person, you know how to deal with that. So the training must be very, very systematic and focused. And the interesting
6: thing is that you actually will find a situation that those who are expected to be the protectors become the ones who are the perpetrators. Mm. So you could very well find, and you've seen instances where a police person gets home and, does exactly that which others are coming to report <laughs> as a crime. So they actually become the criminals themselves. Uh, we've had instances of ministers of religion who happen to be the ones who are doing that and still go to preach. So it's kind of like you've got uh, um, the <laughs> their, their partner who is heavily made up Mm. in order to be able to make sure that nobody knows what's really been going on. Um, So they're out there, they're preaching and the the person is is dying on the inside Mm. and and, and nothing is being done. Um, And sometimes it's not Reported even to the eldership. So the elders don't know what's going on until it's too late. Um, and then you find a situation, I mean, every now and again, one gets to be involved with pastors' kids, mm-hmm. and you get to hear how the children of pastors are finding themselves and um, a lot of strain because what they see at home and what they visualize being presented in the public domain uh, so so much in disjuncture, hmm. um, it makes life a whole lot more difficult. Yeah. So, um, earlier on, I mean, as, as you were having a conversation with Mielani, he spoke about the issue of leadership. Mm. and. Strangely, you know, we will come back to the very same story of somebody needs to lead, Mm. lead the initiative. Mm. Um, Bishop was talking about what was happening in the time of Black Consciousness Movement. Somebody began that process Mm. and said, "Become aware of who you are Mm. and what it is you capable of, what value you carry as a person." Mm. So the same thing needs to be coming through to men.
2: Who are we, Uh, Babgotana? Your comments.
5: Uh, Well, uh, I think uh, Bishop has started very well to say um, somebody has got to take the lead. Uh, In the uh, late 90s, we were challenged by the scourge of HIV and AIDS. Yes. And to date, we have arrested uh, HIV and AIDS. And we know uh, how many people are living with the virus in the country. We know how many people are having treatment in the country. We know what are the working regimens for people that are presenting with the virus HIV. Same applies to the scourge of uh, the violence against women and children in this country. We've got to have a clear national plan, not just a plan that is empty, but a a plan that is fully funded, a coordinate, well coordinated, led by government because government is the leader of the society. Unfortunately, uh, and and again, as civil society, we are we've raised our hands a long time ago, you know, to say, you know. Uh, visiting victims uh, from time to time after incident uh, is not going to make a, a, any profound change. We have seen the previous president, Jacob Zuma, he went to Predator to visit uh, the, uh, the home of the village and in Boise. He went to Essence River. Did that f- brought any change in terms of c- giving us a clear plan? But when we're having a clear framework, we know exactly who does what and when. But also, we want to say uh, something, No one is born violent. Violence is a learned behavior. And therefore, it's two uh, caught naked, well-thought educational programs that will actually assist in bringing about change, in changing men uh, from these rigid gender norms. And for me, you caught me, you uh, uh, find me working busy in a community dialogue, in a place called in Namakwe, mm-hmm. Ward 17, uh, to be precise, is called Nomaya, knows the area, <laughs> you know. And I'm engaging men around the cross And men are troubled mm. by what they see happening on TV, on radio, on, on, on newspaper, on daily basis. And these things are not happening uh, far from them. They, are, they, they can see what is really happening. They, are, they, they said, what is it that we can do and we are saying very clear as of Gender Justice, let us stand out, speak out against issues of gender-based violence, loud and clear. Any man who denigrates a, a, a woman, uh, let's, let's speak out against that. But also, as men, we ought to be taking a very clear stance in terms of saying we want to uh, to be advocates for change. You know, we need to really work as advocates for change. The struggle that us of the country is the struggle should, that should be led by women. But men must be uh, advocates for that. But also men must play as allies for women and women em- emancipation. Because this yoke of, 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 of sexual op- op- oppression faces women. Let women la- lead the struggle. But us as men, let us play as, as, as allies. But also, men must be encouraged to be clients of services, be it educational services, healthcare services, as spiritual programs, but men must be seen as clients in programs that are there in the community. And also, as Songe, we are really very, very, very clear to say, you know, uh, it, uh, we need to hold hands together as men and women to bring about this change. Heavy sentencing alone won't be a deterrent, but coupled with initiatives that are coming from the communities, because it is communities. Who really give rise to uh, criminal to criminals? It is communities who give rise to uh, drug addicts. Children, when they are brought to uh, to earth by women, they are innocent, angelic. You know, they are fragile up until they are tempered with on how we socialize them uh, to be boys and to be girls. Mm. You you know, simple thing. When we are uh, buying toys for girls, we're buying uh, so. Uh, sofas and caps so that he can take care of this uh, 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 man. But also, when we are buying toys for, 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 for boys, we're buying guns. So, so as to say, you must have control and dominion over women. Mm. That has got to change as well in terms of how do we raise and socialise our own children.
2: Let's hold it there, uh, uh, Mr. Kodana. Uh, his Patrick Kodana who is calling us from the Eastern Cape and we're discussing gender-based violence and a way forward. I also want to thank Bishop Malusi Pumlana who's been so generous with his time and he's got to run and Thank you for coming through. One more input. Yes, that.
1: Yes. Can I make one more
2: input? Yes. So let me let me just take a quick break because we are running late. Utsilede is looking at me in a funny way. Utsilede uh, Saku with the headlines just gone two thirty, and then we'll be back with just a, a closing comment from Bishop Bumlan. Uh,
6: SAFM 104 to 107 Nationwide.
2: 27 minutes to 3 o'clock. Thanks so much for staying with us. Before we went to Uzile, we were trying to wrap up with uh, Bishop Malus Mpumlana who has got to dash, but there is uh, a moment for for something that he wants to say.
1: I want to say that (coughs) um, a lot of this is an unconsciousness. I mean, we can talk as much as we like. A lot of people who who will say, I'm not like that. Mm. And I say, this is not like that. It, not like thating it, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because you know. I mean, I'll make an example again of the of, of our experience of of, of the transition mm-hmm. of, ra- of of racial relationships in this country. In when we were young people, you black people could not walk on the sidewalk of a road in town if white people are coming. Mm-hmm. You're expected to step onto the road so that they you do and you are also expected to smile so that you show that you're not hostile. And when there's this changes, whites feel threatened. Mm. But even today, when you do have the courtesy of, because you're okay with yourself, of making way, they never even sense like it's almost like I'm entitled to it. Mm. And so men have this entitlement about how women should treat them and how they should relate to them. And I think that there are things that men are not conscious of. Mm. We're not conscious of Mm. how much trouble a woman has to go through just to think about going out to work. Uh, you, what what must you wear? Where, whether you can get it. You, what what to think of the person coming ahead of you? Even if you're jogging, what to think of uh, somebody greeting you? Somebody, uh, when you get into a lift, can I get into the lift with this one person, or this man, or two men in the room in the, in the lift at the same time? Can I take that taxi, that last taxi home? What am I going to arrive and find when I get to that man at home? So there are kinds of things, and then what do I do when I get to that event of the family where inevitably my uncle or my cousin, who's a past is going to be there, and I'm not supposed to show any emotion? These are things that most men aren't even conscious of. How much trouble women have to go through? Just you know, yesterday. <coughs> A man says to me, I was just glitching, I was just asking that woman for what the time was, I don't have my watch on. I say, what time is it? And somebody says, you don't ask a woman for what time it is. What's this about? Isn't this too oversensitive? I said, no. Some men use asking for what time it is to make advances that are inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And so these are things that most men, so there's a lot of consciousness raising about just what it is to live with this scourge and the pain that most women go through. So what I'm saying is that the education has to happen and it has to happen in our institutions all the way. It's all of our problem. We're in this together.
2: Bishop, you've said a mouthful. I really, I I appreciate that and I wanted to, obviously going to ask how did you become so sensitized?
1: My mother, my wife, and my daughters. <laughs> and now I have three granddaughters.
2: <laughs> we need more women. We need more women. Thank you very much, Bishop, for the time that you've spent with us. Uh, let me take the calls. As I said, I will take the calls. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Uh 207 Molefe, you're calling us from Mondio. Good afternoon, Molefe.
0: Good afternoon. How are you doing?
2: Good. Good. Thanks for calling.
0: Thank you. You know, I... I have great difficulty with the subject mm. because we've seemed to we seem to have forgotten the the victimhood of man and not having been brought up in environments that that them into proper manhood if for lack of a better word I personally was privileged enough having witnessed the uh, beating up of a mother in front of me even being forced to work at the age of 6 To find my path to manhood through her leadership and her persistence in in guiding me to become the man i am today now men cannot take care of themselves without a proper foundation at home and without having parents who who abandon their responsibility from time to time and be absent and focus on working and leave their kids to find their paths and ways by themselves. This conversation is bigger than women and men. It's a shared responsibility conversation where we both recognize that we are all victims of some experience. And, I, and I, I'm not seeking any support for this view, but I thought it should be heard that if we want to build a, a country, a society that respects uh, human rights and human beings, then we need to begin to look at how broken we are as humanity and not necessarily as as man because men are also very broken women are broken we're all broken it's about time we start uh, stop pointing fingers and, and assisting each other to heal and that would that would really be my, my 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 reflections on the matter
2: i'm going to take a quick break and then we'll give uh, our panel a chance to respond to that 0891
0: At
6: SFM Radio and at Pimelo on Twitter.
2: Thanks very much for staying with us. This is SFM's Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Mutine. We're in conversation with. Um, uh, A panel that is discussing gender-based violence. Uh, Bishop Malusi Mpumulwane was with us. He's had to leave, but we are still in conversation with Patrick uh, Godana, who is in the Eastern Cape at the moment, uh, a gender uh, justice representative. And I'm also in studio with Buyanne Zwane, CEO of Breakthrough Development. We got a call earlier. What is your take on the call? That is Zwane, let's start with you.
6: I think there is a necessity for us to be able to shift our thinking. Um, wh- while I respect the experiences that uh, Mr. Oliphant has gone through, the moment we're operating from a base of I am a victim, mm-hmm. we actually take away the power to change ourselves. Mm. And I often highlight this in my conversations around leadership. Mm. Anytime you blame, if you take out the B out of blame, it makes you lame. And every time we become... we approach life as victims. We're saying things have been done to us and therefore our action becomes a reaction. It never is a response to what's coming through to us.
2: So so then let's speak specifically to that gentleman's experience. What is wrong with what he's just said?
6: Well, what is necessary is to be able to say, I I witnessed this as a young person. Mm -hmm. I have grown up in an environment of this nature. I have decided to reverse that. This is the action that I need to be able to take. Mm-hmm. I did not hear that coming through. What is necessary is for us to be able to say, what, I- what is my role that I can play? You know, the word responsibility says response able.
2: So he's saying mm. he he himself is broken. I yes. get that. So he's admitted that level sure. of, of where, what he's doing and how he's dealing with this. Yeah. W- what needs to happen from there?
6: Well, broken pieces need to be pulled together. Mm-hmm. And even in, um, in, in in a number of places, we know we've got to break ground before we can build anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, when we appreciate that that which is broken can be pulled together mm-hmm. to become something better, mm-hmm. we then look into ourselves as persons and say, I am a person who has had things happen me mm-hmm. and therefore I need to respond differently uh, I used to work with the gentleman who passed on about seven years ago and, and he wrote a, a book that was very instrumental in shifting my life and it's called the seven habits of highly Effective of people mm-hmm. and one of the key statements that he says is that life is 10% what happens to us mm-hmm. 90% how we respond to what happens to us we could be bitten by a snake It is when I run that I drive the poison up. So there's a need for me to be able to stop and say, what is it that I can do to stop what's happening around me? Mm -hmm. And therefore, as as men, there is a necessity for us to be able to pause for a moment. Say, Things are happening in front of us. None of us came to the world without a mother giving birth to us. Mm -hmm. So anytime I'm having any harsh treatment towards a woman, I'm actually harshly treating my own mother Madobe, and that cannot be the right thing when I get to be harsh to a woman I know I have children those children came about because I got to be together with a woman and it is important for me to be able to think when I get to be doing bad things there I'm actually equating the person that I declared love to mm. as the an uh, object mm. and that cannot be right mm. And I often get to be able to say, in a a space of leadership, we need to be able to look at this thing as a key acrostic that speaks to, you do not lead unless you love. Mm -hmm. But that love is not just about loving others, it's first love, self love. If I don't love me, it is difficult to be able to love the next person. (laughs) And therefore I need to talk to, what is it that has broken me as much as it has broken me? Mm -hmm. What have I done to rebuild myself the number of people who have grown up without a male figure. I grew up in that space. Mm. I, and I have not blamed anybody for the fact that my father was not there. Mm-hmm. But it is what we choose to be able to do in the environments around this. One, we need to look into how we socialize ourselves and we socialize the people closest to us. Second, we need to take ourselves through to the schooling environment. And we say, what is it that we are letting our educators convey to the learners at at a pre-primary school level at a primary school level at a middle school level at high school level university level it is important for us to be able to carry the message of love mm-hmm. for instance when a learner comes through to the school they are now under the custodianship of a teacher mm-hmm. an educator mm-hmm. what is it that the teacher is educating the child mm-hmm. to love i mean At at kindergarten school, we're teaching them to be able to look after their toys, to look after the space that they're in. Do the same thing in relation to how you relate to other people. Hmm. It is easy for us to be able to look into society and look into government and say government needs to be doing something. Government will do whatever it is for as long as we vote it in. And we need to be able to turn things around and say, what am I doing at home? It's personal, it's family, it's society, it's organization, it's market. That's how these things work. And if we're not doing it at home, we're not taking care of the ones that are closest to us at home, we have a problem in our hands.
2: <laughs> taking those calls, 0891 Let's go to Rob in Peter Maritzburg. Hello, Rob.
7: Hello, good afternoon. Thanks for having me.
2: Sure. Welcome to the show, Rob.
7: Um, just briefly, I just wanted to say that in my opinion, your um, abuse of women starts in the family mostly and would start at home. So if a child sees their father abusing their mother, mm. it's almost, not, I think quite often that's going to carry through to his adulthood mm. in that he will automatically see a woman as a weaker subject. And uh, and if he is inherently a bully, it's going to be easier to bully a woman because physically she's she's not as strong as a man is, firstly. And the other thing I wanted to put out there, just as a question, which yep. is... Um, Maybe, uh, well, I, uh, we, I think we can put it out there: is why in society in general, when a man sleeps around and he's uh, he's sort of he's generally regarded by his mates as the hero, you know, mm. when a woman sleeps around, she's regarded as a slut. Why is that? Surely it should be the same thing, either way. Um, I, you know, I just want to put that out there yeah. because I think that inherently that is also a kind of abuse of women automatically. But without knowing it, you're standing with a group of mates, and you're all going, "Oh yeah, so and so, oh yeah, I've been there too, whatever." Uh, but that that is in itself starting gender inequality and violence by standing by and laughing about it and saying, "Oh yeah," and, and, and treating her like that, mm. whereas the man is not a hero and the girls a stuck. I think that's also incorrect. Mm. Thank you.
2: Thanks, thanks. That's a very interesting comment there by Rob in Peter Marysburg. Let's take uh, one more call before we go back to our panel. Uh, Sizwe, you're calling us from Imalathlene. Hi, Sizwe.
4: Hi. Um, there was a, a caller, I think it was Mr. Oliphant, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, yes. who calls i uh, just like to just uh, say that what he said was very powerful, that uh, uh, we as humanity are broken. We as, as just Especially black people. We as black people uh, in this country, and I just want to use this country, are are so broken, especially with the past that we have and the present that we're dealing with. Uh, 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 That that results in so many black broken homes. And uh, even the previous caller just started off by saying uh, abuse is first learnt at home. And it it doesn't have to be an abusive family. Uh, for, for, for the child to, to, to learn abusive behavior. You, you, you'd actually find out that many uh, um, people are abusive, and they didn't even come from abusive families. It's, it's, but the, the, the foundation of a healthy home with, with, with two parents that are psychologically, mentally, and emotionally healthy to raise a child is, is what it takes to raise a healthy society. But once a home is broken, and by the time uh, that, that kid is, is facing the world, he's already lost. And it's going to be so hard to um, get, the, get that person back to, 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 to a sense of a, a direction of, of, of not being abusive. Yeah, no, that's what I'd like to add.
2: Let me bring in uh, Ndata Kodana here. And I hope you're still with us. Ndata Kodana, are you there? All right. So we don't have him with us. Um, Ndata Zwane. I think there's a
6: necessity for us to be able to look into do we think the future are we dealing with just now? It is, again, for as long as we blame. And we positioned externally we do nothing ourselves there is a necessity for us to be deliberate about Mm. where we are taking ourselves to again you know in 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 the work that Stephen shared was it was begin everything with the end in mind so when i'm no longer here what is it that people will remember about me now many a time when we're getting together with guys and it's a socialization that needs shifting Thankfully, there are some organizations in the country that are beginning to be able to have or have been holding conversations with others. There's an organization called Men of Honor, Mm -hmm. and what they look into is what you were doing. Is it honorable? If your son was watching what you were doing, Mm. would they actually be wanting to be able to emulate that and share it with other boys as well? and it is important for us to be able to restore the sense of honor and that sense of honor comes back from that i love there is a program that has been done in 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 particular and it's beginning to be a national one that looks into man of the year and the concentration there is to be able to establish people who are role modeling in the various sectors of life and when it turns out to be that the person who has been recognized actually perpetrated activities that are not positively exemplary they get to be ostracized and they get to be told that are what gets to be taken away from them now let me just replay lead in itself first is about love the second thing is about equipping for excellence. Mm. When I'm engaging with my son, Jabulo, I want to be able to ensure that I'm building him up mm. to become an excellent model when he goes through to life forward. Mm. And unless I do that, unless I want to see excellence in my own home, it becomes easy to be able to target others, as it were.
2: We continue taking those calls on 0891-104-207. Really interesting conversation here. It is the Men's Forum, and we'll take this until 3.
6: You're listening to Pimelo Mutini on SAFM.
2: Eight minutes to three o'clock. We've got a few more minutes to wrap this up. So this is what I'm interested in. So we are in conversation with the panel and uh, the person that is left with us is Ndata Buyani Zwane, CEO of Breakthrough Development, and this is the men's forum. And so you're, po- you're, you're welcome to be a part of it as well on 0891 So this is what is interesting to me, Ndata Zwane. Mm. We, we had someone call earlier, sure. right, who spoke about how broken he is wow. and his background, which is actually quite a difficult one. It sounds sure. like it was, right? And then we spoke about, he's at that point where he was talking about um, how difficult it was for him and him being broken. Those are the words he used, Mm -hmm. that he's he's broken. And in fact, if he broadens it, we are a broken humanity, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. You then came and and kind of broke that up into pieces and and said, from here, he needs to then do something else. He needs to look into the self.
6: And break the cycle. And
2: break the cycle Mm -hmm. and deal with self Mm -hmm. to repair... Mm -hmm. And move ahead. Someone else calls this is interesting and references the call that said I'm broken. Hmm. For me almost as if you hadn't said anything. So what I'm what I'm asking is how can we hear differently? How can we be open to changing how we have understood the story for ourselves? Because there needs to be a change for us to to move to take the next step. So we are here Mm -hmm. and I have been hearing this a lot where men are saying, You guys are talking about yourselves, you're not talking about us. You guys don't see us as a collective. You guys refuse to see our pain. Hmm. I have heard that. Mm -hmm. You've said it's not me, you as a man has said we have got to move from that point to the next point. Absolutely. But I'm hearing there's no movement there. What needs to happen for this movement? To move
6: what what we tend to concentrate on is behavior behavior is a manifestation of the thought patterns inside the person Mm -hmm. if you look into it there is a full cycle that people go through I first see I form an impression and then I act and as a result of that the behavior if it gets to be supported Mm -hmm. it becomes the standing narrative and as it turns out to be until such time that there is a breaking off the record, it will continue in a manner in which I am a broken person and the nation is broken. Somebody needs to break that brokenness. And in order to break that brokenness, we need to change our paradigms. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the leadership thing is look into D, which is about destiny. Mm-hmm. Where am I taking myself and the people around me to? We say in our country, Ubuntu is the way we, we live. But we've actually gotten into that in, in, as, a, as a slogan. We're not really thinking about the fact that what I do to the other may come back to me in the same fashion. So when we give love, it's called an unfailing boomerang. I give love, I will get love back. And sometimes you give love and you don't get anything back.
2: All right. <laughs> Let me quickly take the last call. Anonymous, you're calling us from Durban. Thanks for your patience. Hi. Hi.
0: How are
4: you?
2: Good. Thanks for calling, Anonymous. Good,
4: Pamela. Sorry, just two two quick questions. Mm. Um, I'm not going to take much of your time. Yes. I'm just wondering. Yeah, maybe your your guest they can answer this one. How much of um, in terms of maybe percentage, if they've ever done such a study, how much role is alcohol playing in in um, gender-based violence? Mm and the second question is is this um uniquely south african that men uh beat up women just those two
2: thank you thanks anonymous that is one
6: well truthfully it's it's not a uniquely south african story it's 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 there all over um and in itself it is not really helpful to be able to talk to the statistics of what uh how much of the gender Based violence is precipitated by people having taken alcohol. But what we do know is that many a time, unless it is recreational, people take alcohol in order to be able to not be able to account for what it is that they've done. The very next day, say, it wasn't me, I I don't remember a thing. And many a time, people do that deliberately. So I was in an inebriated state, and therefore I did that. Now, look in a corporate environment. You begin to be able to find men preying on women and do that and spike drinks in order to be able to do the things that they're wanting to be able to do. But again, it's about looking at the other as an object, Mm. not looking at them as human like I am. That's a problem that we have in society. Now, in, in, in my lead acrostic, the A in itself is about appreciate. If I do not appreciate the person in front of me, I'm just like happens, you know, if, if I look at a painting and I have no appreciation for it, mm-hmm. I will actually throw it away. But when I do have an appreciation, I'll look at the strokes, I'll look at things that are there that, may, may, that matter to me. So I look at the woman in front of me and say, this could very well have been my daughter. And I'm doing what I'm doing to somebody who yeah. would grow up to be. Yeah. So what, what example am I giving? Because mm. eventually, we will get caught. Yeah. We will get caught.
2: I have so appreciated the time that you've given us this afternoon, and I don't think we're ever going to have enough time. These conversations are ongoing. There is never going to be a, a, a time where I'm going to say to you, we've now come to the solution. We won't. We simply will not get to the solution in an hour. That's not how it works. What I think is important is for all of us to open ourselves up to the possibility of seeing things maybe slightly differently, or from somebody else's perspective, I can tell you now: for me, I have learned so much from these platforms where I am listening better to the other gender. Thank you very much, Intaddebuanyizoana, CEO of Breaking Through Development. Deve- 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 Deve-